Today, a story came out, uh, literally uh, just popped up uh, uh, about a half an hour ago that I found to be very interesting, and it dovetails with stuff that's going on there, and that is from a different point of perspective, and that is that the major UK broadcasters and ISPs, so BBC, ITV, Channel 4, Sky, BT, and Talk Talk, um, they've all called for the government here to introduce independent regulatory oversight of social media content. Um, you know, and obviously one of the first things that, that comes to mind, at least the giant word that pops up as soon as you hear something like that is censorship. Uh, but these, these companies are arguing that, you know, because there's already, um, it's because these companies already censor anyway, they're private companies, they censor anyway, that this is not censorship and, uh, and they're looking to, uh, uh, to get independent oversight. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand that, uh, rationalization at all. Uh, so that's I, no, that's their rationalization. I'm not yeah, suggesting I that understand I understand it. it. I don't, I don't actually understand it either. And, but okay, so let's go past that to, uh, who appointed them, uh, in charge and why, you know, why do we even care what they think? Well, in the UK, um, the media is pretty highly regulated and there is an organization called Ofcom that is a government uh, uh, organization that oversees um, uh, the, uh, the media here. And so as member, I, I'm, I'm now just stating facts as opposed to whatever their rationale or reasoning is behind it. Uh, and because of the, there's already regulation, it looks to me like what they want is if they're going to be regulated, then everyone else should be regulated too. That's, right. that's sort that, of that's, what it feels like. Yeah, that's their opinion. But yeah. uh, again, why do we care? Uh, just because uh, so-called media is uh, regulated doesn't mean that social media will be regulated. No, I agree. And it, it's interesting that it um, uh, that that it it comes sort of on the the heels of of your president um, calling for. Uh, regulation of social media, even though he's like a heavy social media user, yeah, start, but, starting mean, with Google. Why do we care about uh, what he says either? I'm not making any value judgments here, Steve. No, I'm, I'm, value, gonna, I'm asking I, a question. I, I, I honestly... What's the answer to the question that I'm asking, which oh, is why we do don't we care? care we, well, we, we don't. Okay, uh, good. Yeah. So let's, let's move on. So, but I uh, thought that was interesting. Um, there was another thing that was, that was interesting to me today, uh, and this this was reported by The Hill, that Manafort's daughter is changing her name. <laughs> I found that to be interesting. Although she has said she, she's a filmmaker and she has used her mother's uh, last name on the last film that she made. Um, uh, you know, she, she has already appeared before a judge and uh, has, has made this request, and I, I don't know uh, you know, where that stands all the, because I just heard about it today, but I find that kind of interesting, but I think I'll be honest with you. The most interesting thing that I can, that, uh, that, that comes to mind that everyone here is talking about, uh, was the funeral, uh, for John McCain and, uh, and, and opinions, uh, are, are running, uh, every, everyone's got an opinion about it. Everyone's got something to say about it, which I think is interesting because I actually watched it uh, on my Slingbox Live, uh, and a lot of people here um, uh, didn't get a chance to see the whole thing and only had a chance to watch the clips of it. Uh, and I do think that uh, that BBC and Sky did a pretty good job reporting uh, what happened there. But I, I was uh, I was moved and touched by it. I've I've been to um, uh, events in the National Cathedral before and don't recall ever hearing applause in the National Cathedral, which I found to be uh, astounding. Uh, and it was really something to see, uh, uh, to see George Bush, uh, the orator, um, and uh, listen to Obama and, uh, and, and to hear, uh, uh, and to hear uh, Secretary Kissinger um, uh, and, and Joe Lieberman. I mean, there were just some, aside from that, unbelievable speech that was given by his daughter 
which kind of, I think, elevated her in my mind. Um, uh, because yeah, I'd watch her on The View, and I would, you know, she's obviously the Republican on the panel. Um, and she just, uh, uh, she just said some things that I think a lot of people were thinking, but uh, few people were saying out loud. I actually think it was cathartic for the for those uh, individuals in the Congress and in the Senate and the regulatory agencies sitting in that uh, in that group, um, all of the messages that were sent by the speakers and the overriding importance of the message that was sent by the fact that Donald Trump wasn't even invited. That, well, that, ca cathartic, yes, but uh, uh, effective uh, is the real question. You know, that's a that, that is that's what people are talking about here. Um, and people here, and I actually think that there's a certain amount of naivete. I don't think it's going to be effective. I think it's already blown over. Um, and, and certainly with his 40%, absolutely not going to matter one way know, or the other. It, going back to the theme of this show so far, uh, why do we care about his 40%? We don't. Okay, good. Um, but, but it's, you know, it's just... God, I'm sorry that I keep jumping into these facts. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, the interesting thing here, though, is that people are asking whether or not that question that you just asked, will this have any lasting effect? And my answer is... No, I'm not asking for lasting effect. I'm talking about... Any effect? Uh, <laughs> has there been an effect? Uh, and is it ongoing? And is it moving towards something? Or no. is it... It's not. No, I don't You're, think so. Do you? Uh I'm not sure, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't certainly so. don't know that it's uh, that it has no effect. There's, it's not provable uh, that something didn't happen. Yeah, I, uh, that's true. But um, my heart of hearts tells me that uh, that nothing will happen. Uh, that the only time anything will happen is uh, if if and when Mueller comes down with uh, uh, with with whatever his findings are. Well, this is going to uh, the the midterms are going to happen before that happens. Yes, that's right. And okay, so uh, it, are the midterms important? I think they are. I do too. Actually, I think that if there is going to be an effect um, or any kind of lasting effect, it will be because of the midterms. If there is a blue wave, and I, I, it's that's a little bit difficult, Steve, for me to tell over here whether or not. There will be a blue wave. My sense is from from coverage um, that there will be a blue wave, but um, there, there seems to be a lot of skepticism. Um, and you know, I, I say that listening to the talk shows. Clearly, the you know on CNN and MSNBC that when I do watch them, uh, there's a there's a, a real pretty much a consensus that uh, that there will be a blue wave. MSNBC uh, maybe more than CNN. Um, and, uh, but I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know if there will be one because I, mean, I, I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like well, America hasn't, doesn't, doesn't get it. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure that, uh, I think you're talking from your heart of hearts, as you called it, uh, again. And, uh, it's certainly understandable. I think we all sort of lapse between, uh, uh, you know, extreme uh, pessimism and uh, morose acceptance. What about hopefulness? No, huh. I didn't. I didn't mention that. Did I? No, you no, you didn't. I'm just saying. What about it? Where where does it fit into the formula? I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't think that's the formula. I think the formula. That's why I I kind of recoiled to the idea of a blue wave, because yeah. that that implies some sort of escalating tsunami that's going to overwhelm uh, the forces of evil. And, uh, I, you know, if there's anything that we learned from the election, the last one, uh, is, you know, don't underestimate these guys. That, well, I think that's, what, that's why the, there's some um, concern that... But skepticism that, is, yeah. is uh, you know, is good. Uh, there's nothing wrong with skepticism. There's nothing. I mean, divided government is usually falls within a range of about one and a half percent. I wonder, though, if you think about it, uh, and and correct me if I if I veer off too far from historical fact here, but my sense is that 
going back as far as Ronald Reagan, um, there was a there was probably more of a uh, desire on the part of bipartisanship, but but not all the way through his entire uh, uh, length of service. By the end of Ronald Reagan's time in office, I think there was definitely a, a us against them thing happening. And I think that it just kept getting worse and worse and worse all the way through. Uh, even during George Bush, Democrats couldn't get anything done. Obama, Republicans uh, kept, I'm sorry, the, the Republicans couldn't get anything done. Then the Democrats couldn't get anything done. And here we are again. Uh, it seems like it's, it's become historic. And that seems to me to be the biggest issue um, uh, in, in terms of what people should be thinking about. And that is, how do you break that non-bipartisan deadlock that just seems to be inherent on Capitol Hill these days or in Washington these days. I don't know how you do it. I'm not right, sure. Let me, if... let, let me unpack that a little bit. First of all, uh, to say that nothing is getting done, I mean, Jesus. I mean, look at the what the Republicans have gotten done in the last two and a half years. A lot. Well, um... I mean, it's, I don't like it, but you know, it's true. So, let's so, so let's the, let's un, let's unpack that a little bit, though. Um, yes, they've gotten a lot of stuff done, but what ha what have they gotten done that is actually uh, will actually have positive influence? Did they did they really kill um, uh, the Affordable Care Act? Did they do any? Did the did the wall they, get built? They certainly slowed did the, it down. Yeah. They did the wall? It. Did the did the wall get built? Did the wall get built? Um, is there any infrastructure? No, I'm not talking uh, about. I'm not talking about what they're marketing uh, the, around. Was the tax issues. bill really a worthwhile thing? I mean, yeah, they got stuff done, but but who whose stuff did they get done? It seems like in terms of the Congress. Well, you know, it was the it was the, it was the tax bill. It wasn't it wasn't these other things. That by the but way, that's, I, a, that's a big deal, though. I mean, well, to you them, know, that was uh, the only deal, I think. Well, I, I think you're overstating that. But uh, think, think about this, though. If I, I you know, I, I was trying to think the other day about what the Democrats can do um, to to make a point, to stake, to put a stake in the ground, and to draw a line in the sand. Uh, and what are the things that matter uh, that the Democrats need to need to be jumping on? Would it not be? Education would it not be healthcare? Would it not be um, uh, would it not be infrastructure? Uh, would it not be immigration? Uh, and and God forbid, would it not be a repeal of the tax uh, of the current tax situation? I don't understand what you're saying. Would it not be? What is? Uh, are you saying yeah. that's these good? Are the, good. These are uh, to me. These are the things that the Democrats can build up, can build a platform on, including oh, you taxes. Mean like, like they did uh, the last time, which didn't work. I'm not sure it didn't work. Because I mean, there's an interesting show uh, or a conversation on one of the networks. Uh, I believe it was yesterday where somebody, uh, a Democrat, progressive, whatever, uh, was basically suggesting, oh, no, we should just uh, go for impeachment. Absolutely. Uh, we should, you know, stop trying to sell. Uh, these uh, policy terms that nobody engages with, and they, we should just go for it. You know, not not to accomplish it, but as a strategy for engaging the uh, audience. Now, I don't know if that's right, but I sure don't know if, you know, playing from the same handbook that got us in the position that we're in right now uh, is a, a wise uh, alternative. You know, I, I see that point, but I'm not sure that it that that it is because of those targets that we are in this situation. I, I honestly don't think that's the case. I think it is because of the mood of the country uh, and sort of the, uh, the that that put us in this situation more than it was. Look, who? Who is against affordable health care? Who? It's like being against clean air. Yeah, but it's like, you know, uh, just to be sort of uh, uh, pedantic about it, the people who are against uh, affordable health care are the ones that don't think it's affordable for them. 
you know, the, you know, the welfare state, all of those, uh, you know, Republican, uh, what's that guy's name, Ryan? Yeah, Paul the guy Ryan. who's the guy who's jumping ship, you mean? Well, you know, is he jumping ship or is he trying to save his career? Well, if he if he leaves the the, the uh, save his career, what you mean in the private sector? No, no, he's a, a public figure. He's getting out while the, you while know, the getting's the, good. Well, <laughs> while the getting's possible, and, yeah. and, and he's not going anywhere. He's a, he's becoming a somebody that we know about on TV. I mean, he was the vice presidential candidate uh, for who? Who was he the vice presidential candidate yeah, he for? Ran, uh, he was he ran for vice president of the United States. Yeah, but I don't remember who was who the his, president. Uh, I don't know who was it. it, it was, I, I don't remember. It was the guy before. It, it might have been McCain. No, I don't no, think that so. Was, uh, no, that was Palin. Uh, that, so. that was Palin, and that and that was interesting too. When he when he uh, uh, when when he Romney you know, maybe probably yes, it was Romney. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, okay. It was wrong. So I can got, see him standing much, there. Much more visible, uh, uh, you know, platform than he used to. And well, so then you then you wonder would would he what what would be his next move though to run for president again as an independent or as a Republican? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I think there's some interesting stuff going on, yeah. uh, at least in terms of media perspective around uh, the rise of the independents. That that may be the wave that we're really talking about. You know, I you know, I think you're right. Um, uh, To be honest with you, I actually think you're right. I think it is about the independents. Certainly, it's going to be the independents that will be the swing votes and everywhere uh, in the important states and and independent philosophy. It's like that guy in um, uh, that that uh, that guy in Florida. Gullen, Gullen, or Gwillen, or whatever. Andrew uh, Gullen. Or, yeah. yeah, you know, he seems like a very smart guy. He's taking pages out of the Sanders handbook uh, uh, playbook. I, I, I don't know. You know, it's just all of this stuff, though. I'm getting back to the beginning of this conversation. All of this stuff. My dog's interesting. Too fast. I've got well, <laughs> other stuff to get back to. Oh, okay, but I, I get just, back to the beginning. Well, I just want to say that this is this is stuff that that people over here in the UK are talking about with with great interest. Um, and, you know, I feel sometimes like I, I have a position uh, that I take about these things and I try very hard not to to take a position when I'm in a conversation with a group of people here who uh, aren't quite sure what to think, but find it. it some find it funny. Some find it sad all find it interesting uh but it's it's been interesting for me over the last three years to watch the increase in in uh conversations about american politics an american way of life that you actually didn't hear four years ago for example even the early three years ago in the last two years it's certainly been on everybody's mind and everyone's got an opinion which i i think is really interesting Okay, so l- let me pivot a little bit to something that occurred to me uh, before uh, I s- set up this call with you, which is, uh, but related to it, uh, which is the uh, the way that you watched uh, the funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I could have watched the funeral, but I was up all night, the previous night, binging on some damn show or shows well what show was that like tell me it was paul it was the it was the jack ryan show because i did that (laughs) yeah i did that but i did that after the funeral not before Uh, i did it for three days in a row and didn't sleep it was fantastic yeah well it's it was as my wife says it was it's a movie for boys oh absolutely absolutely my i kept i kept trying to get my wife to watch it with me and every time she would look over or something would explode and she would just raise her eyebrows (laughs) and then start and walk away (laughs) <laughs> so uh so so i didn't uh get up uh until i i finally just had to peak and it was like i think i i watched without the sound i watched obama for about 10 minutes and that was uh, like eight o'clock in the morning for you yeah, right then. yeah and then uh and then finally uh i turned it on for maybe the last two sentences so that's all i got live 
and then the, the uh, experiment began, which is how do I look at this again? And one of the theses that I've mentioned uh, over the past, uh, you know, uh, Gilmore Gangs, I think, uh, maybe a couple months ago, I've been talking about the ability to, uh, on CBSN, uh, the ability to be able to go to some page, which of course, when I went and looked for it this time, I didn't find it. To, to rewatch a live event. Yeah, but specific parts of a live event. Like right. uh, the example I gave several months ago was it, instead of watching the uh, MSNBC hosts do the 24-7 hour-by-hour repetition model, which is about to collapse, thank mm -hmm. God, uh, instead, I uh, you would just click on the Sarah Sanders uh, segment and watch it. Yeah. So it's on demand, uh, C-SPAN basically. But, but you could. But you said you couldn't. Uh, no, you, it's you, not there. Uh, CBSN did it in the first couple of days, uh, and now it, it, it's sort of incorporated into the CBS News app, and you can go to CBSN live. But that wasn't giving me what I was looking for anyway. So mm -hmm. let me just let me. It'll take a minute to, to describe this. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first thing I did was uh, try that and gave up on that after you know poking around in various devices to try and see whether it was an iOS issue uh, as opposed to a web page and you know on and on. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know. Meanwhile, you're watching the damn thing live uh, on, on your sling box. In the UK. Yes. Okay. So then uh, uh, somebody smart at MSNBC uh, had gone to the next show out of the coverage that Chris Matthews had uh, anchored, and they immediately put on, in total, the Obama speech. So... I, I got, you know, the the main hit that I wanted to see. And there also I'd heard references to Megan McCain's speech, but didn't have an access to it. So eventually, uh, and I had heard about a little bit about Kissinger, still don't have access to it. And the same thing with Lieberman, because these were sort of below the fold in, in terms of uh, newspaper uh, parlance. So... Uh, Eventually, I figured out maybe it's CNN has carved this up a little bit. And in fact, they did. So they had um, uh, a story, a main story posted with embeds of a, a few of these talks. Particularly, I wanted to see George Bush's comments in total. And then uh, Obama's. Uh, no, I'd already seen Obama's because uh, yeah, yeah. the media but you said you only watched the given it to me. All right. And then uh, finally, uh, cherry picked, uh, you know, I did, I got, you know, basically I got uh, what I just told you is that I didn't get to see Kissinger. I didn't get to see uh, anybody and no, you know, CNN's strategy of basically making things available on demand after the fact on the web was sort of CBSN warmed over, but right. it still wasn't what we actually want. But we're getting there. It's getting there very quickly. That's, so, I think, the disruption that's occurring. I think I think you're absolutely right. Uh, it's it's watching what you want when you want it, right? Is I mean, yes. Uh, and uh, and that that is something that that isn't quite there yet when it comes to news. Um, and and I, I, I agree with you, CBSN's probably the right model when it works. Um, they, they've, got too much, they've got too much uh, uh, work to do uh, to be able to focus on this yet. Uh, they have an interesting model in terms of uh, some of their uh, all access, which we have because we're, uh, I'm a big fan of the good fight or something like that, which is a, uh, a, on, it's a streaming version of the good wife, which, 
they've continued yeah. it with different characters or some different characters. Yeah, I've heard uh, about that. So I that's why that. I got all access. And then uh, my family loves uh, Big Brother. And so uh, I noticed the other day that the live feeds for Big Brother, uh, which used to be and maybe still are a separate purchase, uh, are in fact available. Not that I had looked at it because uh, you know, I was dealing with other things, but so that's kind of interesting. And they have some other shows that they're developing. They're kind of like a mini Hulu or a mini, you know, they're caught up in the, in the situation with, uh, you know, their chairman who's, uh, uh, got some legal problems. I think. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, that's an interesting equation. It's not going to add up to a, as much currently as what CNN does because CNN is sort of playing both sides against the middle and, uh, you know, trying to differentiate, I think, from uh, not so much Fox, but MSNBC. So there's a, there's an interesting dynamic there, uh, which eventually will shake out. Well, I think I think it open. I think that that actually um, gives although Netflix and Amazon don't have news desks or independent reporters or, uh, or, or people that, you know, that, that cover stories, but they have a platform that would actually be the right place for that kind of thing to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whether or not Apple or Amazon or Netflix are thinking about that. Uh, but, I think that that's an opportunity for an, an Apple or a Netflix or an Amazon to think about. I mean, if you if you look at what Amazon is doing by aggregating news content on the Alexa, why wouldn't, for example, they aggregate that news content? Um, uh, and by the way, not all of it is easily accessible on the Alexa, but you know, in my little mind, I would say. Uh, you know, I, I want to be careful not to say that the word too loud, or it'll just turn on and annoy me. Um, you know, let me hear the the uh, Obama's speech at McCain's funeral, for example. Right. And up and up it would come. That in a video format, with an with an audio uh, trigger, uh, would would seem to me to be exactly where an uh, an Amazon should go. Yeah, uh, and that's and, the intersection and, of. Uh smart speakers and yes. what we're talking about. So that's yes. absolutely on, on target. So the question then is uh, rolling back from that since you know we can see it over the next hill or yeah. the, the hill after the next hill we can see it. Yeah. Uh, is uh, What effect does that have on the midterms? Well, uh, you mean that, that type of technological advancement? No. 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 Just the, yeah. the, there's a, a, a nascent uh, extremely influential to your other post on the uh, Gilmore Gang app, uh, you know, about influencers. It's yeah. an extremely influential, uh, powerful interest group that is sitting there waiting to be served. And, and they will direct uh, their binge viewing in that direction as we get over the next 60 days. This is yeah. all going to focus. So, I, I actually, I hate to say this, I don't think it's going to affect um, uh, the midterm, that that will be something that affects the midterm. Um, because I think that... that uh, how can you say that something no. that is already existing and that uh, is uh, uh, implicit in, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, for example, uh, Gullen, or I, I don't remember his name now, but then there's Beta O'Rourke uh, in Texas. There are a, a bunch of candidates that are starting to bubble up uh, that have, uh, I've heard this phrase a couple of times and I find it really interesting, which is uh, it doesn't matter even if he wins this time because he's establishing a network uh, and uh, an audience and, you know, and strength, which we saw with, uh, with Bernie Sanders. Uh, develops this enormous uh, economic uh, fundraising power almost immediately. No, well, I see your point. Yes, and I, I agree with you. I thought it was kind of interesting 
that 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 sort of started to bubble up. Was it in? Uh, um, uh, I, was it? Was one of the primaries where it was? It doesn't matter if he wins or not. Um, yeah, it was the Beto O'Rourke comment. So, uh, the, and the Beto O'Rourke, just for the context, is uh, I know you know this, but it's the guy that uh, that Trump hates, uh, who hates Trump, but they're now uh, Trump is going to go to Texas to uh, to barnstorm for him. Right. Um, I, I, the reason that I said what I said was uh, I think we're. I do. Yes, there's movement. Yes, there's there's talk of it doesn't really matter. Uh, but I, I have a sense that don't that this close to this election, people have made up their minds um, and they're either. And I do think. Well, that's that a good thing if that's true. Yes. Uh, and well, I, and I, mean, I think that's a wave perspective. That's... And I think that's where we are. That's why I don't think um, uh, that there are any touch points. I mean, boy, I. I'd love to see something, uh, some touch point occur that 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 is like pretty obvious and makes people, you know, have an uh, an, uh, an a, a wow moment, you know. If they um, have subpoena power, that's a pretty much of a wow moment. Yeah, but we don't know. Well, yeah, it's simple numbers. We get twenty twenty three or well, twenty. You mean after after the after the done. election? Yes, after the election. But I mean, they get subpoena right power, now, and I mean, then they, yeah. I mean, if the Russians uh, and uh, and Trump, you know, tipped the other election, then when did they do that? They didn't do it. Uh, they did it in the last six to ten weeks. It's the same time period as what we're looking at right now. I'd be curious to know um, what the uh, if there's any real effective fight going on against um uh, Russian tampering or any any tampering. Uh, I, you know, I'm not I'm not hearing about that here, um, at all. I'm not here. If you know the the conversations here, they're talking about uh, uh, it, it because it's so old. Did it affect the Brexit vote? Blah blah blah. Uh, but there is no second um, uh, vote coming up for uh, for Brexit. So the conversation sort of stalled. I'm not hearing what's what's happening in America, uh, which I also find kind of interesting because American television is not talking about it, to the best of my knowledge, if whether or not there's you know what what exactly is going on with the social media groups, with their advertising um, uh, algorithms. What what is going on with that? Can well, you... I mean, there's supposedly that's uh, what uh, you know the the three fanged or uh, fa or whatever it is that's going to be. Uh, in front of Congress. Yeah, except George. Google's not going, though. Or that's what I, at least I heard that yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, not going is uh, is more significant than showing up, isn't it? I guess. Would And do you think there's going to be some reason that, that you think that empty chair is going to make a difference to somebody? Is that going to? No, I, no, I think it's, uh, somebody suggested, I think uh, uh, Kara Swisher suggested that it was a mistake. Or somebody did, uh, you know, on Google's part, that they really should just get in there and, uh, uh, and and do something, but you know, Google has. Uh, I don't think that it's a mistake or uh, a mistake to show up or to not show up. Did you uh, see the, the point you... that's interesting to me about it? Is is that the demonization of uh, of the social networks? I think going back, pardon me, to uh, the original comments that you made. Uh, who cares? Uh, uh, about the regulatory uh, issues here right now. I mean, there's not going to be any regulations in the next 10 weeks. That that's going to make any difference. Yeah, you're right. So what is what is it that's actually going on? Well, I, I don't think it, I don't think that's even part of the conversation here in the UK as much as it is there. And I understand what you're saying. Did you see the interview with um, with Dorsey? Any of the interviews with him? No, by any chance? no. Uh, I didn't. I, I caught a couple of glimpses of it and uh and my impression my immediate impression was wow uh, it, it, he didn't come off great uh and, and I, I don't know why that was my impression and then I, maybe it was because i was colored by uh some of the uh reporting which said that he didn't come off great what what was the what was the sort of the sense of uh in, in america of those of those interviews well, it seemed you know, like I, he I don't think that, the, you know, I think that the fragmentation of, of, of uh, the conversation 
uh, puts it in an appropriate. I don't. I don't think what Jack Dorsey had. I mean, I, I know Jack Dorsey, and he's a smart guy, uh, and he was uh, intuitive enough to understand the power of uh, of notifications uh, pretty much before anybody, and uh, and he continues to be uh, at the center of the evolution of that and his other company, uh, Square, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, he's obviously an important figure. But, uh, you know, the, the question about uh, social media and uh, controlling it or somehow, uh, you know, dealing with the fake news problem and all those issues, although obviously they're important, I don't think that they're uh, prescriptive for uh, the... I mean, you asked a more important question, which is, is there any, uh, you know, Russian involvement in the uh, midterms? And I would pivot that question to, uh, is there any involvement by any interest group uh, yeah. about the midterms, and particularly in this social media uh, instant notification-based environment, which is what I think is uh, emergent right now. You know, I, I, I look at Twitter as the ultimate notification based application. Right. And I, um, uh, so I, I, and, and I like the fact that, you know, I, I get notifications on those things, which I'm interested in. Um, and I don't believe that I've gotten, uh, anything, um, that has made me feel like this is a, uh, this is an interest group or a foreign bot. I, I don't believe I've actually seen any of those. Now, I did think that I saw some of those prior to 2016. I certainly saw it on Facebook. Uh, but I don't know if you've noticed, uh, by the way, and this is not to pivot too far away from what we're talking about. I've, I've actually changed how I utilize my social media. Uh, and I've, I've dropped uh, basically most of what I do on Facebook. Uh, mm -hmm. now uh, and to only to really concentrate on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, as my two primary social medias. Facebook is something that I have friends that that look at and I'm actually starting to post stuff that I wouldn't normally post on Facebook now but anything else that's got to do with work or politics or technology or media um, I'm posting on Twitter and I'm using Twitter now uh, way more than I did literally three months ago. Um, and that, I'll tell you why that changed. It changed when Facebook <laughs> and Twitter unlinked. Once that happened, um, I, I, was, I was basically forced into, tr into making a decision about which direction I wanted to go in. I wonder how, how that affected a lot of people out there who, who, who simply just don't want to take the time to post something twice. Well, you know, I find the uh, Facebook, uh, I mean, the, 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 what happened was uh, an API, uh, you know, contraction on the part of both companies. Right. And uh, I think that is related to this political, right. uh, you know, trying to, you know, have a, uh, have a, you know, a, some sort of trial on TV with, uh, uh, with the so-called stakeholders, and I don't think that that's going to be successful. And uh, to, to the other comment, uh, I don't think that it, uh, that the public cares. You uh, know, I'm not. I, I don't know. I if think it's they a care matter to of your the, point about I it being they, just a pain in the ass. No, I think they care about uh, how which of these models are they going to use, and right. uh, and in what percentages, and you know how much of their attention and how much of their management of uh, what they consider to be the social pressure that they can bring to bear uh, and its potential fan out, which is how I, I view it. I right. think that that's underlying what your changes uh, in, in focus are. So uh, let so, me ask you a quick question. Well, hold on. I think that that also applies, in ex for example, to that story that I posted on the app today about the influencers. Um, there's a couple of things going on there, and that is people who are buying followers, making influencers a lot less influential, 
it, with it, because they're buying followers and they don't have actual people yeah, but who I don't are know, engaging. I don't know if that maybe because it, maybe but that's people about, are doing that, that. But that's, I don't that's know only that one that's true. But that's only one part. That's true. It it may not be true, but I I have a sense that it is true. Uh, I'm sure, given the fact that you uh, have this data, uh, that you can say that there people are buying uh, or attempting to buy influence. What I'm uh, it's like two uh, two things going in opposite directions. There's people buying influence and then there's people uncoupling from those networks yes. that allow too much buying. Yes, that, I, that's exactly the sort of, the, that was the road I was going to go down just then. Um, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting that, that the influencers are buying uh, uh, followers so that they can, so that they can get an ROI for their, uh, their influence, which is based on buying followers on more than one platform. So it used to be, for example, you could use a, 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 an app like Hootsuite and, and post in a whole bunch of different places. But you actually can't do that anymore. Um, and I mean, now you certainly you can use it to time postings, uh, but you, you can't use it to, to post on Twitter and Facebook at the same time anymore. Uh, and that is also what mentioned, not mentioned in that article. Um, about a problem that these influencers have. And that goes back to another story that I posted on the app a few weeks ago. Finish the thought about what is the problem that influencers have. Well, I'm I'm, I'm getting to that. The problem is that that mega influencers aren't as, in my mind, aren't as influential as uh, micro influencers who have real followers. Excellent. Uh, Okay, so... That was another article. I thought that was. Uh, I didn't see that article. Uh, no, that was another article I posted about two or three weeks ago, and it was. I think it was headlined "Micro Influencers and the Power of the Micro Influencer." Okay. So a micro influencer may have a couple of thousand followers, but those are a couple of you know a couple of thousand. In my, in, I look in my estimation, I might, if I were you know twenty five and better looking, I might be a micro influencer. But I believe that I have a, a, a pretty influential small following on, on uh, Twitter of a couple or 3,000. And the people that, that I follow and that follow me on Twitter are uh, people that I choose to be, uh, to be attached to. So when I, when I drop a tweet uh, on my, uh, on my uh, social media, um, it, it's going to people that actually respond back to me and actually – there's conversation about it. I, I'm often astounded by the kinds of people that will come to me and say, I, I like following you on, on Twitter. These are not people that I've, that I've just go ahead and, and friended because I want to up my numbers. It's important to me, the quality of the people that I have. So, so in that case, I'm a micro, micro influencer who probably can, I'm not going to say I can change behavior or modify behavior, but I can certainly put various various different ideas in front of a influential audience. And I think that that is more important uh, to a, somebody who wants to utilize an influencer to get an idea out there to change behavior. Not saying that I would try to change behavior, but I, I look at it as reporting uh, than an influencer who has a million followers, half a million of which uh, are, are just bots. Okay, so uh, a couple things. First of all, absolutely, this is what I, I define as the social cloud, uh, which is the people that I follow and the people that they follow, and then the de- the metadata that uh, occurs in that overlapping, uh, uh, expanding Venn diagram is the most powerful uh, of the network effects uh, uh, in social. And the, uh, I don't know anything, and I don't want to divert you into discussing this, but I do want to hear about it at some point, maybe not now, mm-hmm. uh, about Instagram, because, uh, you know, I can see from my daughter's uh, references to both my daughters, one who's 25 and the other who's uh, 17, this is a, you know, for them, that seven year or whatever it is uh, gap uh, between them has been 
uh, enormous, and yet they're both starting to focus in the same kind of uh, nexus around uh, something that's going on with uh, 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 with Instagram. So, right, uh, and I, I actually I see that and hear that a lot, um, uh, and, and not just in the for teenagers. I actually am hearing that a lot for a lot millennials, uh, and that Instagram is becoming or has become already and is certainly developing into a uh, social media of choice. And uh, for well, a lot I think of it's people- it's rolling up. It's, it's basically rolling up, uh, from my perspective, the uh, integration of uh, you know, the flight from Facebook that you've already described and uh, the need for some uh, kind of uh, ROI, as you put it, uh, uh, for uh, influential or for influencer dynamics, but and, I don't. And look, I don't and of course, get it's, caught up on this. I want to go back to. But but hold on, I, I'm I'm not going to get caught up on it. But I'm going to make one more point, and that is that Instagram is, if you look at it, it's all about visuals. It's about video. It's about still photography. It's about storytelling and imagery, um, and in a very easy way, including the effect the the this whole IGTV, which is pretty new i think it only started within the last six months or something like that so it's kind of take and it's and it's um uh it's it's um uh, uh notifications uh it's it's all the stuff that all the other social medias do and are combined into one little ball that is visually oriented and i think that you know i think a lot of people will say this and and i think it's pretty clear it's about video it's about visuals it's about imagery um even if it's you know and it's it's about telling a story utilizing imagery and i think that instagram is the uh is 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 the is the place that's doing it the best right now okay so i'm going to go back to okay uh a comment uh that you made about uh uh it might have been the guy in florida might have been beta o'rourke it might have been a, a mashup of of these signals, but the idea that there's something about you, you, you called Andrew, uh, I'm sorry that we don't have his name in front of us at the moment. Uh, you, you called him, he's kind of smart and, you know, I've watched him. He was on uh, meet the press. He's been yeah. on a bunch of different, uh, shows, uh, you know, with somewhat extended uh, conversations. Yeah. And, uh, he holds up in an interesting way. He's got his deficits and problems that, uh, you know, may pull him down uh, or at least back into the pack. But if you look at the two of them uh, and, and their attributes, uh, it's, it, it's about the ability that, you know, McCain had, uh, you know, we didn't always agree with McCain, but he had the ability to be able to, uh, to use your term about video, that moment when he walked into the well of the Senate mm. uh, and and did thumbs down, he was just saying, you know, that was what we saw at the funeral. It was uh, that visual. Yeah. It, it was. It wasn't a middle finger. It was more like, no, we're voting, and uh, you know, and it. This is close, but it's no no cigar. Yeah, and that's a uh, if you if you take a look at the signals that are coming off of this you know social kind of cloud model that you're describing, and which I fundamentally think is the power of social media, and why uh, the notion that social media is fading on any level is just absolutely totally wrong. Yeah. Uh, that that is it's going just to moving it's just it's all it is is moving it's just moving it's not fading right so if it, it's just moving then uh what where are we going to see this uh in the next 10 weeks okay. and it's going to have an impact on who wins and who doesn't win and if the numbers add up to more than 23 it's going to make for a big change yeah. in subpoena power, which is going to make a big change in, uh, Every, in Congress's everything. ability to be able to be 
you know, it's not an accident. It's the founding father's genius that the house uh, rolls over every two years. That's yeah. the, this is the prescriptive yes. uh, uh, revolution. In, it, and it's happening. And the question is, are the networks, are the, is the media going to be responsive to the delivery system that allows us to be able to use these devices that we're using right now to be able to communicate uh, in small but potentially influential or powerful user groups? Is, it gonna, uh, are, is somebody going to get on board with that and realize that as a customer acquisition plan, it would be a smart move for them to do this in the next few weeks. So to, to, I think you have to step back a little bit and take a look at how the networks use social media um, right now. And I don't think, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't say this because I know this for a fact. I say this because I know some of it for a fact and, I, and I'm going to make some postulations the, I think that the networks still use social media more as a tool to report and as a marketing tool, not as a uh, not as a uh, an engaging two way communications tool. So, in that regard, um, I don't think that the networks or the traditional media or the mainstream media and its involvement in social media between now and the next 10 weeks will make a difference at all. I do think that it, that eventually there'll be some kind of change and the, the, the media will get to an understanding of how to utilize notifications better. Like we've said before, CNN's probably one of the closest to understanding how to utilize notifications in social media, but, but, but all don't, it's, don't try this toward notifications. Just, just stick to the okay. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that. Weeks. I don't think that they are moving in that direction fast enough to do have you it think make a difference. There, do you do you accept the thesis that there are uh, right now there are uh, maybe ten people uh, that are running for Congress or governor? Uh, there's a woman who's possibly the next, uh, the first Afro-American governor. Right. Uh, you know, there there are about ten or fifteen people that are uh, that have individual stories and individual uh, talents and right place at the right time that they may potentially have an impact in this election, which is, as several people have said. Uh, is probably the most important uh, election in the last 30 or 40 years. Yes, I, I totally agree with that. Okay, so how, how what news service or collection of news services are going to speak more directly to this and away from the notion of retreading the, the same uh, tw uh, Trump-based tweet stream uh, outrage uh, and boring people to death uh, in, instead of uh, tapping into this uh, effect, which could palpably change the political situation in this country over the next so, 10 weeks. I to think answer, that, I don't think it's the networks. I think it's the local news. Um, I think I, I never watch local news. Well, I don't I, I, obviously I don't either, because to me, all local news is national news. I, I don't I don't. I, as soon as I turn on my Slingbox, the first thing that comes up is Spectrum News in Raleigh, North Carolina, because mm -hmm. that's where my Slingbox lives. The first thing I do is to switch away from it to go to CNN and MSNBC. But I will tell you that the places where there will be influence on those elections are going to be at the local news level, because to this day, the data still shows that the majority of people who are consuming news on mainstream media um, and not, not, not just people consuming news on mainstream media. The majority of people in any community consuming news is consuming it on their local television stations. At least that's what the, uh, the um, I think it's the IBC, one of the, uh, uh, the, the international broadcasting group uh, or the national broadcasting group is, is reporting that. Now, look, they're a lobby. They, may, they, have, an, they have an agenda and an opinion. But, but the sense, my sense is 
that local news is now more powerful than it's ever been. I'm not talking yeah, about I, newspapers. I, look, I don't want to get into the whole, uh, uh, you know, that company that is going to take over local TV and all, all that stuff. Those guys, that, by the way, that didn't happen, though. Yeah, no uh, shit. Which, which, is, which is very interesting. Um, okay, so, but what did, but the, th the part of the equation, if you, can you mix together uh, local television, if you insist, and social yes because I, I i that's not what most people i know do not watch local news they get their information over their phone and and some very very talented local news digital newscasters digital news gatherers digital news disseminators are doing a great job um at uh using social media um, uh, in in certain local markets, I know specifically one local market uh, where uh, where that's being done very powerfully uh, and very effectively, and they're seeing um, you know big growth in numbers uh, in people engaging with the social media from the Meredith station in Salt Lake City, for example, uh, because they're doing some pretty amazing stuff. Now, I don't believe for one minute that they're the only local digital group that's having that kind of effect in their market. I don't know what's going on in the smaller markets uh, in America, but I can I can maybe it's maybe I'm just trying to be hopeful that that's where this is going to happen and where this is going to work before. Know, but, but be, be, please be a little bit more prescriptive. I mean, we're not talking when you keep you keep saying that nothing's going to happen uh, in the next 10 weeks. And I keep saying everything is going to happen. In the next well, 10 weeks. everything's going to happen in the next 10 weeks just because there's going to be an election. And we and as we build up to that election, uh -huh. the reporting will be uh, will become more intense. And Absolutely. On every platform. There's no right. doubt about that. And I, I don't. I don't mean to say that nothing's going to happen. I, I don't think anything's going to happen on a national scale in terms of social media output that's going to have much effect on the local races. But, it's the, but these races are local. They will affect national policy and national politics. But in essence, these races are local. And let's talk about Florida for a minute. I'm concerned about Florida because Florida is not Miami. Florida is not Orlando. Florida is a very big state that's really very red, and uh, and I'm concerned about you know Florida. Uh, Why and, are you concerned about it? I mean, if if it's a red state, it's a red state. What has that got to do with what we're talking well, about? Well, we're thinking about this guy going. No, that's I mean I'm thinking very specifically about it, him. No, I'm thinking about him in the context of Beta O'Rourke. Yeah. Both of these guys aren't going to win, most likely. Both, both for the reasons that you're describing. And is, and is there these not are two winning? Red states. Yes. And is but there does not that winning? Mean that the house isn't going to flip. I don't no. know. I don't. Well, you know, look. Was am I wrong? But didn't you say a few weeks ago that you didn't think the house would flip? Are you now? Uh, by the way, are you now thinking the house will flip? I I think the house will I, flip. I, I, said I that think that it's a toss up, and I think that the Republicans have shown every. Uh, ability to be able to use these tools better than the Democrats have. Yeah, I think but you're right about I, that. But I do think that we're starting to see these people. If Andrew, whatever his last name is, and Beta O'Rourke uh, start to uh, seize uh, a certain amount of airtime on the national networks in this social environment, that whether they win or not, as that guy said in the commentary, it doesn't matter if they win this particular election. They're going to win the larger battle, and it's going to happen in the next 10 weeks. So right now, I would say that um, if I thought that there was a value to influencers at all, and I'm overstating this just for effect, uh, then I would say that you know, we're influencers, and is our influence having any effect? Uh, I don't know, but it's possible that if it is in a, a social environment, I'm not talking about us as individuals, but as a group of people that are, are
are using these tools, my bet is is that the house will flip. Yeah. See, I think that it that it the but tools. But if not, no. No. Well, no. except that, and, and then attaching yourself to that, it doesn't matter if if they win at, at this point or the fact that they get it that they do as well as they do has to do with the conversation that is more intense now than it was before this 10-week period. Where, where, what makes the conversation more intense? I, I actually think that social media will play a very strong role in making that conversation more intense. Problem in my mind, though, is um, the, the voting, elect, the elector, the, the voting community has been older, right? There, there was a period of time where, uh, you know, right after Parkland, where people actually thought that younger kids that were coming into voting age were going to probably play some role in this midterm election. Uh, who, and who thought that? I don't. I, 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 I Well, I, 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 I thought it, and I think a lot of people thought that there was a youth movement after Parkland, um, and I think that it's fizzled out, and those are people. Well, either it fizzled out or it, 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 it's right where it was before, which is somewhat, <laughs> somewhat uh, uh, indicative of the future, but not uh, a force to be reckoned with right okay, now. Okay, but, but the point I'm making, though, is that, it, that is, I don't know if the people who are more likely to vote are actually utilizers of social media the way we are, for example. I don't know that. Um, I, I, I mean, I look at the at the numbers that that come. You know, that often some of these social media groups won't even publish numbers. But what I've seen uh, doesn't indicate that the people that are, you know, forty nine, fifty years old and up are um, are hardcore uh, uh, media, and that people under thirty are. And they're the ones who are less likely to vote, maybe well, between 25 and 30. In the article that you uh, posted uh, about influencers or somewhere in the app uh, is the some hard coded number, which is, is that about 60 percent of uh, purchases are driven uh, basically on a word to mouth, word of mouth basis. In other words, it's who you're you, you talk to people. They influence you. Yeah. Uh, that that number. That's where the power is. Yeah. So but, that's where so the power that, is. Uh, so that, yeah, but that number. Well. That number didn't dive deep enough into. Yes, sixty percent word of mouth influences behavioral change. But it's where the ROI but, is. In, in yes. Social. But so where? It, but what is that? Whether what is the big social users or not is irrelevant. Yes, if, but what is the demographic of that sixty percent? I don't. I don't recall. Um, I'd, I'd have to go back and look at the article. Um, well, uh, I don't. Rec I don't just, recall what the demo was of that sixty percent, um, and because I think that makes a difference. Uh, well, all I'm trying to say to you is, you know, when you try and uh, and pigeonhole, and I'm not saying this negatively, uh, uh, the notion of heavy social media usage as correlating uh, to the impact on this election, I say, no, not really. It's it's about that uh, pass along uh, yeah. influence. Uh, here's but isn't Instagram, that what isn't that picture? On yeah. Instagram, here's a picture of something that I think is cool. That's a whole lot more uh, performative than, uh, you know, yes. Exclusive. And uh, one other kind. One other point, and you know, we're really stretching the boundaries of this podcast uh, crap. Uh, is um, Beta O'Rourke one of his major issues is gun control? Yeah, so you know, the, those people may not, you know, those families from Parkland may have receded in terms of their impact or their ability to start up. Uh, uh, events and and so on and so forth, but uh, you know we're we're seeing this the the fingerprints of uh, a couple of Democrats, God help us, actually talking about stuff uh, yeah. that's you know leaning heavily 
progressive uh, and you know they may not win but they're getting that out into the mainstream and it's becoming a major issue let me uh, to to uh, to put to put a pin on this um, because you're right we are stretching this um, there is one guy uh, that I would recommend you you follow on uh, Instagram uh, and you may know the name you actually may know who he is David Hume Kennerly sure he's so, uh, the photographer to the uh, president yes um, and he was at uh, the funeral the other day and I, I he's actually a friend of mine I've known him literally since 1973 when I started covering uh, Watergate. I knew him back then. Uh, and I've stayed in touch with him all of these years. I was watching the funeral and he was the only photographer standing next to a pillar taking pictures of everything. And he's been posting these pictures over the last two or three days since the funeral, including the stuff that, that he shot at, at the Naval Academy where there was no public, uh, where the public wasn't invited. That is astounding photography, really the most wonderful visuals, uh, an eye on history. Uh, and, and I look at this stuff and I look at the, the numbers of people that can't possibly even know, who, know him personally, but are just now following these wonderful photographs. I, I, I'm only mentioning it to you because there's an influencer that isn't um, that isn't a public figure. Well, that, it, but it perfectly ties up everything we've been talking about. Yeah. Do me a favor, since you're a big Twitter guy now, uh, at mention me uh, and at mention him, so that I can just click on it and follow him. Okay. All right. All right. This, and actually, actually, I, I don't know that mentioning him on Twitter. I don't think I follow him on Twitter. I only follow him on Instagram. Are you on Instagram? Uh, I'm on, but I don't know how to use it. But just all right. Send me the information. I will. I, I just, it's brilliant stuff and it's worth looking at. And, uh, and he's clearly the photographer of our age, uh, right, the news let, photographer. Let's quit while we're ahead. Sure. Thank man. you very much. I enjoyed it. Frank Rose. Talk to you soon. Ciao for now. <laughs>